Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. What's up, everybody? And happy Monday. Welcome to the Early Edge. What a football Sunday we had. Only if we could have Monday replicate that in any way, that would be amazing. Sorry to all the Cowboys fans out there. Congratulations to the Detroit Lions fans. And by the way, congratulations to the early edge who this recap screen over the last seven days, 64 and 33. That's right. 64 wins, 33 losses on this recap screen. Proppy 2-0, 6-0 on the NFL weekend. Larry 3 out of 4. Really impressive stuff across the board pretty much every single day over the last week. Good stuff from the early edge. Speaking of good stuff. Well, let's talk about 3.30 today because those two games I referenced, we're going to have our kickoff show at 3.30. I see Jalen Hurts there. I think he might lose to the Bucs, but we'll talk about that at 3.30. Don't tell Proppy I said that. And, of course, we'll be covering the Bills and the Steelers game. Speaking of Proppy, hopefully he didn't hear what I just said. And I don't know if Proppy's gotten his power back, to be honest with you. I don't know if you all know, but uh, in parts unknown, there have been ice storms, uh, epic ice storms. And that's why you haven't seen Proppy over the last day or so. So I don't know. Maybe he's on the show today. We'll have to. Let's find out. Uh, I know we have Maestro here today. I know we have Buckets. Oh, there he is. <laughs> there he is. Is that is that candlelight? What kind of lantern is that? Proppy, thanks for coming on to the show. How did you restore power? Sia, it's been a long 48 hours. It's great to see you, Buckets Meister. How are we doing? Uh, It's been a long 48 hours. I'm reporting back. Everyone is well. The cats are good. The wife is good. We're warm. We're cozy. Uh, We've got this just in case we lose power through the show. Uh, I've got a generator set up if that happens. So we're good to go, Sia. I was elated to see how well we did as a brand uh, when I did finally get power restored as well. So well done to everyone here. With or without power, Proppy is dominating uh, in the NFL, really, and in the NBA as well. And you guys, ladies and gentlemen, you all know uh, you, you can get his, his NBA articles Mondays and Thursdays. You can get his picks on Sportsline. Of course, you, you can find him on this very show. Buckets, you're, you're looking like you don't need a lantern. I got to be honest with you. Your setup looks really, really good. The lighting, the background, even like your hair, like everything, your 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 complexion, it's all looking great. How are you today, sir? See, I'm glad I'm looking well because the squad is going through it right now. I was at the emergency vet at 3 a.m. today. Freya woke me up by doing every dog owner's favorite thing, throwing up on top of me. Uh, it was oh. this whole ordeal. She's doing well now. She's sleeping right behind me, passed out, but been a long morning already. Wow. Uh, somehow you, you've made it through it looking uh, pristine. Uh, Larry, you know who's not looking pristine? We're going to get to our marquee matchups in a second. We're going to have a few uh, NBA matchups to get into before we get to our official bets. But 
I, I got to have some reaction to to the Cowboys situation. And and you're always like the man I, I like to go to in, in that regard. Mike McCarthy. I mean, th- this is I, I don't even know what to say. There's so many things you can say about the Cowboys, about that game yesterday and how embarrassing it was. For, forget about the Mike McCarthy part. Maybe that's your initial reaction. But what is your re- reaction to that epic, embarrassing loss? I mean, if Mike Vrabel can get fired, Mike McCarthy certainly can get fired, despite 12 and 5, 12 and 5, 12 and 5. But you come out and you absolutely get diced and you're not ready to play. And you've won 16 straight home games. So normally you're good at home, but in the biggest spot, in the most important spot, the game is over basically in the first half. It's just embarrassing. You know, everyone's talking about Bill Belichick to Dallas, but could he deal with an owner like Jerry Jones? You know, he's used to Bob Kraft, who stays out of the way. Jerry Jones is the opposite. But again, when you see that defense like that, it is appealing to go get Bill Belichick because, you know, he would have been prepared. Yeah, you'd like to think that. And you're right about Mike Vrabel, even Pete Carroll. I mean, I was surprised that they let him go. So if you can do that to, to those two guys, then obviously uh, Mike McCarthy on the chopping block. And, you know, there's a lot of coaches out there uh, looking for work potentially that might enjoy the Cowboys situation. Bill Belichick, certainly one of those guys. I don't know, maybe Harbaugh is one of those guys. Mike Vrabel, like you said, uh, th- there's a lot. Of, and by the way, uh, speaking of guys and girls in the chat, uh, CID Japan, Big Cheesy, like the beam. Uh, Bradley Jacobs, Ninja 13, Mark Buckholz. Hope Emma is doing well. Give us an update uh, on that. But uh, the chat is really jumping here. So hit the like button if you can. Can I, before we get to marquee matchups, probably let, let me bounce this off of you. I, I hate to create controversy. I don't really, but I, I, I'm mm-hmm. going to a little bit. This is going to bother some people, especially Detroit Lions fans. And, and Larry, maybe I'll get your reaction. We'll do this super quick, 60 seconds. But, you know, the, the Detroit Lions narrative, it's, it's a really nice story. But don't you think that, if they had called pass interference on Puka Nakua on that, what could have been the game-winning drive for the Rams, that this story could be about more like Sean McVay and Puka Nakua rather than the Detroit Lions. I just find the margin so slim when it comes to these PI calls. And it was just something that, again, I, I, I cashed my bet. I had the Rams plus three and a half. It didn't matter to my bet. It just it was something that kind of bothered me because it's just going to go like completely forgotten. I would agree, see. I also think you know, when you have these tight games, uh, we're usually looking at a couple of plays that could have been or what ifs uh, had they gone the other way. Obviously, that was a very competitive game between two teams uh, with a lot of offensive firepower. I thought it was an instant classic as well. I was also on uh, the Rams plus three and a half. Was hoping they would win the game, but uh, kudos to the Lions for just barely hanging on. Yeah, and not not to say that the lines didn't play well. All right, let's get to – oh, go ahead, Larry. Yeah, and, and that was a missed call, uh, but there was a bad call that went against the Lions as well. And I was I was upset because I did want the Rams to pull it out, even though, like you, I had the points. But, you know, I'm wasting two timeouts earlier in the half, not being aggressive before halftime, just saying, you know what, let's go into mm-hmm. halftime 21-17, even though you've got Matthew Stafford. Uh, and then fourth and 14 uh, with four minutes to go and one timeout. Uh, you got to, I mean, obviously in hindsight, they should have gone for it because they never touched the ball again. Uh, but when you have Stafford and Cup and Nakua, uh, that is not an impossible get. That's true. Uh, Go ahead, Robbie. 
I think Larry made a great point. I just want to preface by saying I think Sean McVay is a very good coach, certainly in the upper echelon of coaches. Uh, that being said, I really would look at him as the biggest reason uh, why potentially the Rams lost the game, just opting to go conservative, kicking field goals. I really think when you have Matthew Stafford, especially against that Detroit pass defense, uh, which he absolutely shredded, Stafford is playing so well. Larry mentioned all the weapons as well on Detroit. You just have to be more aggressive, in my opinion. I think they could have been more aggressive and ultimately cost them the game. Yeah, it's a good point. And, and credit to the Lions home crowd, because uh, maybe it was the home crowd that kind of got them out of sorts on, on that last drive before halftime, but also had them spending their timeouts early in the second half. And you knew that was going to come back to bite them. All right. Uh, speaking of losing things, we're, we're going to lose buckets just for a couple minutes. He's going to be in the chat, though. So uh, while we do our NBA marquee matchups, you'll have buckets in there if you want to ask him any questions. Maybe you want to ask him some NFL questions. I bet he answers them. Now, whether the answer uh, is is good or bad content, we'll have to wait and see. But Sounds like it'd probably be pretty good content. All right. How about some pretty good NBA games? Uh, Rockets at the Sixers. Larry, even though this is a Philly team, and, and I would normally start with Proppy here, I'm going to start with you on this one. Um, questions about Embiid in the chat, uh, but it's a seven and a half point spread here, 227 and a half point total. Uh, pretty big spread, but I don't know. I, I would lean towards the Sixers. How about you? Yeah, and the expectation is that Embiid is going to play, even though the Nuggets are on deck tomorrow night, and you would think, oh, maybe he'd only play one, but he's already missed 10 games, and Matt Severance pointed out on the site in an article about this game that you can only miss 17 games and still win the MVP. He's already missed 10. Uh, so the expectation is he will be back. They beat them by four in Houston without Embiid. And right now the Rockets, that defense, uh, not really there anymore. 145 points allowed to the Celtics last time out. Uh, Proppy, I'm going to go to you, but I, I got caught by Mark Buckholz's comment. It says, I have a player prop for tonight's game that I really want to play, but I'm not sure if it makes me insane or not. Well, Mark, uh, the only way we can find out is if you let us know what the player prop is. But speaking of props, Proppy, what's your take on this one? Let us know, Mark. Would love to give you my insight there. But yeah, as far as the Sixers game is concerned, I think a seven and a half point favorites is certainly the expectation is that Embiid is going to play. Seems very, very likely. Nick Nurse all but confirmed uh, that he would suit up for this game. The Sixers desperately need a win as well. They have been in a tailspin or cratering since Embiid has missed the last uh, week plus. So definitely an important game for them, a winnable game as as well at home against a Houston Rockets team that has really struggled outside of Houston. So I do expect MB to suit up. If he does, in fact, suit up, I will also have a player prop that will near instantaneously be posted onto the site. If you're a Sportsline subscriber, this game tips off around noon Eastern. Uh, so the moment we know Embiid's status, I will have a prop, hopefully, if he is playing up on the site, which I'm anticipating him playing. That's two notes, uh, one regarding Matt, uh, Matt Severance's article on the site and, and Proppy's prop that may go up once we get Embiid confirmation. Again, that's at Sportsline. And we still, I believe, have the same promo code. You can get 60% off the annual plan at Sportsline. Just go to sportsline.com backslash join, type in winners, and you get 60% off the annual, not quarterly, the annual plan at Sportsline. You're just not going to find a better deal than that. And frankly, the Sportsline deal, even without a promo code, you're not going to find a better deal than that. So this is as good as it gets. All right. So let's move on to the Pelicans minus four and a half at the Mavericks. Listen, the last time, first of all, I'll say this probably I'm going to start with you here. The Pelicans look like the team to take here. It looks like most of their stars are going to play in this one. With that said, the last time I faded the Mavericks, it was when the Knicks were, were, were in town. That was just like four or five days ago. And the Knicks were relatively healthy. They were relatively hot. The Mavericks had some injuries like they're continuing to deal with. 
And uh, the Mavericks won outright. They were beating the Knicks by 20. The game got close at the end, and, and the Mavericks ended up winning the game outright. So I'm a little nervous about this one, but I would lean towards the Pelicans. How about you? Yeah, I actually like the other sides. Yeah, I got a credit to the, the the Dallas Mavericks and specifically Kyrie Irving. Irving is playing great basketball, especially without Luka Doncic. He's really stepped up. Uh, he's been scoring the ball tremendously, and he's been playing well, not necessarily uh, sort of in the style that he was last year where it kind of looked like he was going through the motions. He's very motivated. The Mavericks have been playing well all season long. Uh, guys stepping up as well, despite all the injuries. Tim Hardaway Jr. Uh, has been playing very well as well. So I think this team is scrappy. They're feisty. Kyrie is going to score a lot of points today. I believe his player prop is set as high as 33 and a half, heavily juiced to the over as well. Looking at the Pelican side of things, uh, I know we've got had mostly a healthy Zion, but they just do not – uh, they're just kind of missing uh, some cohesion as far as I'm concerned. They have a lot of talent on that roster, uh, and they have a decent record. But just, to me, uh, I just haven't been overly impressed when they're all playing together. So I actually like the Mavericks in this spot, uh, especially led by Kyrie, who's playing at a very high level right now. Uh, Larry, I want to get to you, and then I want to get to a couple of comments in the chat. Any take on this game? Like, honestly, I'll be honest. Even though I just said I lean to the Pelicans, I, you could tell I was like wishy-washy about it. Now I'm like practically I've changed my mind just from, mm -hmm. from listening to Proppy. So maybe you don't have a take on this game or a strong one one way or the other, but I'm curious, uh, any leans in this game? Hard to have a strong one with the way the Mavs, you know, can can shock the Knicks who were looking unbeatable and then lose to the Grizzlies who had nobody. So you just don't know what you're going to get with the Mavs. The Pels have won eight of their last nine road games, and it looks like most of their guys are going to go, and Doncic's not expected to play. So, yeah, lean New Orleans. All right. Let's go to the next one here. But before we do that, so the, the prop that uh, Mark Buckholtz was, was wondering about or that he wanted to play and Proppy, I'm going to go right to you. We'll, we'll, we're going to get to football a little bit later in the show. And then again, don't forget about our 3.30 show where we'll talk about all these props and we'll literally answer every single prop question. We have a really cool cast for the 3.30 show. You're going to want to tune in. Uh, Quez Watkins over 12 and a half receiving yards at minus 125. Contemplated bottom rung of a ladder, 25 plus at plus 210. He eclipsed this line in three of five, I believe. And he's pointing out no A.J. Brown. Proppy, I don't hate this. And, and here's here's the thing. These types of receivers, I love from a laddering perspective because we know they can hit a long ball for 40 plus on one singular play and basically, you know, eclipse, check the box on, you know, three parts of the ladder just going up to that yardage marker. So uh, interesting here. We know there's other receivers. Uh, Zacchaeus, we know Julio Jones might might get some run. I kind of like this, though. How about you? Yeah, I don't mind this at all, especially Quez Watkins' role in Philadelphia's offense uh, has the deepest A dot of any of their wide receivers, so the majority of his routes are coming deep down the field, and this is an excellent matchup because uh, this Bucks team is extremely vulnerable on the back end. They give up a ton of explosive passing plays uh, down the field, so you would have to think uh, if he does get the uptick in snaps, which I anticipate happening, uh, he's going to get a shot or two down the field, so I love the approach of laddering and also look at the longest reception prop for him as well. Uh, yeah, so I think uh, Mark's spot on with this. And Mackenzie Brooks is in the chat along with Mike McClure. And Mackenzie says the model backs this up quite a bit. I think she said, if I saw it correctly, that the model has him for 31 receiving yards. So Mark, good eye. Uh, he says his reception prop is one and a half. All, all very interesting. We'll talk about a lot of this again at, during the 3.30 show. Let's race through these two NBA games. We'll be really quick and then we'll get to our official bets. We'll bring buckets back in here. The Magic at the Knicks, Knicks minus six and a half. 
We've got a total of 221 and a half. I think that's been going down a little bit because of the pace that these two teams, uh, particularly the Knicks play. Uh, Proppy, I I would probably lean towards the under here. I don't know that I would take the Knicks minus six and a half, but if I had to take something, that's probably where I'd be. Uh, Where are you at in this one? Uh, I believe Jalen Brunson is questionable for this game, Sia. I would want to see what his status is. Obviously, if it's Miles McBride playing, that completely changes uh, sort of the – uh, how this game is going to play out. Jalen Brunson has been absolutely fantastic uh, for the Knicks. So I'm waiting on his status. Uh, that will ultimately dictate where I go with this. The Magic extremely banged up uh, down to just a couple of starters, basically J- Jalen Suggs and Paolo Bencaro. So, yeah, basically taking a wait-and-see approach until we know uh, what Jalen Brunson's status is. All right, Larry, any thoughts on this one? Yeah, the Magic kind of, uh, you know, slumping now. Five and 11, last 16. And the Knicks, even though they got that win, it was without Brunson. They were extremely sloppy, a lot of turnovers. So, yeah, if he's in, I definitely lean Knicks. Yeah, the, the Magic started out real hot. And, and you you wondered, well, like, was this for real? Sometimes some of those MLB teams that just are on the right side of variance early in the season, I think it was like the Pirates last year started out pretty hot. I mean, they're, they're not the only ones. And then all of a sudden... Uh, water came to level there. So Thunder at the Lakers. I, this is a pretty exciting matchup. Lakers minus one and a half. This one is the late game, 1040 Eastern Standard Time. Don't forget today, we've got games all throughout the afternoon as well in college basketball and in the NBA. Uh, again, Lakers minus one and a half. Larry, I'm going to start with you on this one. I, I would actually lean OKC here. Where are you at on this one? Yeah, and you got to check who's in and who's out. Uh, questions about SGA and LeBron, but assuming everyone's in, I like the the Thunder here. You know, the one thing is they're not only the best cover team in the league at 26 and 11 against the number, but the margin, they're over six point, I think it's 6.3 points per game, meaning they're beating the odds makers line by an average of 6.3. There's no other team even over four. That's an incredible stat, uh, which uh, I want you to, uh, if you have that stat readily available uh, at, throughout the season, uh, that is a very, that's a stat I'm very interested in that, that I genuinely uh, haven't looked at much, if at all. Proppy, where are you at on this one? Sh- Shy Gilgis Alexander is one of the best players in the NBA. He's having a top three season, uh, just absolutely phenomenal. The Thunder are completely legit. If you didn't think so, uh, watch how they handled Boston last week. Uh, one of the best starting fives in the NBA. I think they have the highest uh, plus minus of any starting five this season when they're at full strength. Uh, also, Jalen Williams, who has uh, kind of looks like a modern-day Scotty Pippen, has been absolutely incredible in addition to SGA, who's playing at a high, 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 high level. So if they are healthy, and uh, I'm back in the thunder here for sure. Absolutely love that. Uh, David Talk says, glad I subscribed to Sportsline for one year. And then Mark Hood replies, to David Talk, best money you'll spend each month. Uh, can't agree more. When you get those picks, where do you play them? Well, BetMGM, that's a spot. New BetMGM customers can sign up today and get $158 in bonus bets. Just place your first wager of at least $5, and you will receive $158 instantly in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome, with bonus code EDGE158. That's EDGE158. All right, we've covered a little NFL talk. We've covered some NBA. We're going to get right back to it with our official picks, and we'll add in some soccer and some props, of course. But before we do that, let's hear a message from our partners. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We're back. We see buckets. I got to be honest. I, I'm going to say it again. I'm jealous of you. I'm jealous of everything. I'm going to like change my background. I got to fix my lighting because the hue, the hue of your lighting is, is, is literally perfect. I'm a genuinely, genuinely jealous. All right. And hopefully we're all going to be jealous of your pick, or at least those who didn't play it are going to be jealous. So talk to us about your soccer pick today. So this one is a weird one. So yeah, I want to acknowledge that right out of the gate, but there's reasoning behind it. Everybody knows that I'm a pretty passive better. I'm not a parlay guy. I love doing my straights between that minus 110 to minus 130 zone. I never mind paying the juice here, but whatever is the opposite of juice is what we have for my play today. I'm in the Turkish Super League at noon Eastern time, and I am looking at the match between Galatasaray and K. Sarispor, and I'm looking at Wilfred Zaha, anytime goal scorer, at plus 180. This is a very, very intense line, but this makes a lot of sense because Zaha is one of the only good strikers the Galatasaray has right now. Mauro Icardi, their best player, is out injured. Hakim Ziyech is out on international duty. Oktakoglu is out on red card suspension, which means Zaha is going to be playing in that 9 or 10 spot. And Zaha, who has the second most goals for the team, also just got snubbed by Ivory Coast when he did not get that international call-up. So I'm expecting to see a very angry Zaha. And I'm expecting to see a playmaker Zaha because he is going to have to be the guy to put Galatasaray on the score sheet because this team cannot afford to drop points if they want to stay in the race against Fenerbahce. I love it. I love the analysis. I love the plus 180 component of that. Uh, by the way, Haas says, with that lighting, Buckets looks like an angel. Uh, Buckets, your response? <laughs> I don't feel like an angel, but I'm glad that I at least fit the aesthetic of uh, the look, I guess. Don't forget, my friend, a perception is, in fact, reality. Uh, my perception leads to my next pick. I, I like, I, I can't believe I'm saying it. Uh, again, Proppy's on the show. Oh, Proppy, if you if you don't mind, uh, earmuffs real quick. I like the Buccaneers plus three. I, I actually kind of can't believe that this is plus three. I mean, obviously, it, it might have shifted in some markets. I put this in on Sportsline like three days ago, and really, it was predicated on a few things. One is the Eagles have been playing just terrible football. Now, granted, we're still talking about the Buccaneers. Buccaneers aren't exactly a great team. But the other reason I put this in so early at the key number is because, you know, I didn't know at the time, we didn't know if A.J. Brown was going to play, but that looked like a pretty significant MCL injury. I'm no doctor, but those are typically injuries you sit out for two or three weeks. And it, lo and behold, it turns out A.J. Brown's not playing in this game. And I still worry about Devontae Smith's high ankle sprain or his ankle sprain and whether he might aggravate it or how effective he's going to be in this game against the Buccaneers. So again, Proppy brought it up earlier. The way you attack the Buccaneers, it's through the pass. But we've got A.J. Brown out. We've got Devontae Smith with a lingering ankle injury. And oh, yeah, their quarterback, 
His name is Jalen Hurts. He has a finger injury, and we don't know how well he's going to be able to grip the football uh, in this game tonight. So there's just so many reasons to, to, to tell yourself, well, even though the Buccaneers aren't a great football team, they probably can do enough on offense to expose this Philadelphia defense, which has been pretty bad and continues to be banged up, particularly in the secondary. I think they can do enough, put enough points on the board and stymie the Eagles, Eagles being on the road here. Again, without these key players being fully healthy, I really like the Buccaneers here at the key number. I think if they lose, they likely lose by three, by two points. I don't think they lose in blowout fashion to an Eagles team that just hasn't been playing good football for about six or seven weeks. So I'm going with the Buccaneers plus three. When we have our 330 show, I'll have a play in that Bills. I might have an extra play in this game as well, but I'll have a play in that Bills-Steelers game uh, as well, as, as will uh, most of the group that's going to be on that show. It'll be a full house on that show. Uh, keep that in mind. Mackenzie Brooks in the chat. Uh, very likely she's on that show too. So she'll be giving out some of the model insight that you're going to be very interested in as well. All right. Prop Stars has this look on his face. Larry, I, it's unmistakable. Now, I've known him long enough. It's that look like, did he really just do that? Is that is this is this really a thing that's happening? And it's it's um it's probably time just to take a minute and and go to a break. Prop stars, you've got you've got two NBA picks. I, I got to ask you right off the bat, though. I mean, are, are we good? Are we everything cool? Are we? We're cousins, Sia, so of course we're good. And newsflash, or I don't want to spoil the later show, but I may not disagree with you, so I'll keep my lips sealed for now. I did want to give a quick shout-out to Mike and Mackenzie, who are both in the chat, and uh, it's been a rough, rough second half of the year for my Philadelphia Eagles. But we'll talk more about that later, Sia. So in the meantime, I've got a pair of NBA props that I'm going to deliver Right now, first and foremost, we're going with Jalen Johnson of the Atlanta Hawks. I like him to score over 14 and a half points. Jalen Johnson, uh, just absolute third year breakout. He is playing exceptional basketball. Uh, he is averaging, averaging career highs in literally every single counting stat while shooting 57% from the field, 40% from the three-point line. So incredible efficiency as well. I love this matchup for him against the Spurs. Reason being, both the Atlanta Hawks and San Antonio rank in the top five of pace of play, and they both rank in the bottom five in defensive efficiency. So that is a big reason why we see this game with a gargantuan total love Jalen Johnson getting him in a big discount here as well because he's coming off of a relatively quiet game by his standards but uh, this is a great spot for the third year stud and then I'm going to go to uh, the Detroit versus Washington Wizards and we're going Bojan Bogdanovic uh, aka bogey to go over 19 and a half points i want to preface by stating that bojan or bogey he is questionable for this game i expect him to suit up but if he doesn't suit up this bet is simply voided and you will have your uh, bet returned so there's a chance he misses the game but again i expect him to suit up playing the washington wizards who are absolutely terrible uh, we know detroit isn't good either uh, a big reason is because i just lack three-point shooting bogey is their only real viable three-point shooter he's averaging he's shooting close to 50 percent from three but he's missed over half the games this season if he was healthy uh, i don't think detroit would have gone on that historically bad 
losing streak. So this is a great spot for him. No Cade Cunningham in the lineup for the Pistons. He's a threat to score 20 points on any given night, but especially in a game that's going to be paced up because Washington plays fast and they play absolutely zero defense. Uh, this could be a potential ceiling game if he does, in fact, suit up, which, again, I expect him to. So Jalen Johnson over 14 and a half points and Bogdanovich of Detroit to go over 19 and a half points. Love the props. Uh, Rick Fun Cannon says, I've already played both of Proppy's plays because he's a sports line member, of course. He says, I'm four and two this week weekend on Proppy's NBA plays. And, and let me ask you, because I do want to clarify, Proppy, in, in your last six, or I should say on, on the week, your last six NFL plays, you're six and oh this week, right? That is correct. So so just so Rick, just to just to clarify, if you had decided to take his NFL plays as well, you would literally be 10 and two. But four and two is great. So we'll take four and two uh, every time. Uh, buckets, you look concerned. What, what's going you on? Gotta stop bringing up hot streaks, Sia. You know what happens now. <laughs> this, is just, this is betting 101. It's fine. It doesn't what's no, funny, what's funny is I have another streak going right now uh, that's specific to the stream. And Jake, our producer, will attest to this. I told him not to tell you what it was, Sia, because I'm superstitious Good. and I didn't want it to be snapped. So that's some pregame notes that I'm letting you guys some base inside baseball talk. Uh, yeah, before the show, I told Jake, don't tip Sia off on this streak that i'm on uh, that pertains specifically to the stream i thought i had dispelled this myth about jinxing when i tried to jinx myself and i continued to go on an incredible one finishing that week it was three weeks ago mind you uh nine and one when i and i said it when i was like five and one so i'm just throwing that out there um you know i think you can overcome you're you're, you're good enough both of you uh to overcome the uh the the superstition thing better right, safe than sorry to you no, that's true. I'm going to give you that one. Uh, Maestro, uh, you're also good enough to overcome any sort of superstition or jinxing. You've got three picks and they're tonight and they're in the NFL. So this is really cool because obviously this will all be uh, discussed later today on our 330 show. But we're going to have a bevy of picks to show everybody on our recap screens. But let's start with the three that you have. Yeah, just got a weather update in terms of the Bills and Steelers, and the wind is projected to be only 10 to 10 miles per hour at kickoff and maybe a little lower. There will be snow showers, and we know what it looks like up there, but the wind getting that low is definitely going to help this prop. I believe Jalen Warren over three and a half grabs at plus 129 uh, is what I got it at at Caesars. He's done it five straight games. He's had four or more catches in five straight games, 23 catches in that span. He's obviously the preferred passing down back way over Najee Harris. And Najee did have five grabs last game. But if you look, he only ran like nine routes. He was only in for nine passing plays. Jalen Warren is routinely getting more than double that in terms of pass plays. A lot of dump offs from Mason Rudolph uh, should help us get this one. I really like this play. Jalen Warren over three and a half. Sticking in the same game, this was something I gave out several days ago. Josh Allen over eight and a half carries. It's now nine and a half where I'm looking everywhere, but I am seeing it at plus money. So if you want to go half a unit uh, at plus money at nine and a half, totally good with that. He's run 26 times the past two games. Um, and obviously with the weather like it is, it does affect downfield passing, and, and he just always seems to run more in high-leverage situations. And then finally, in the late game, Cade Otten over 24.5. Shout out to Jeff Hockman on our site, who's had an excellent season. This guy is super, super selective. He's kind of a, a reclusive handicapper out on the West Coast, but very detailed. He got Cade Otten at 21.5. I'll still pay him. I'll still play him at 24.5. 
because the Eagles are weak at linebacker. Tight ends have been going off against them. And this guy, Kate Otten, has no competition for snaps at tight end. And Tampa Bay plays over 90% of the snaps. He has 47 grabs. All the other active tight ends have six catches between them. So if he can get even two catches, he has a shot to go over this. But I think he'll probably end up with three. Yeah, and maybe one of those catches is the first touchdown of the game. Maybe that's a little preview of our 3.30 show. Who knows? Uh, Blake Robertson has a question, Proppy. I want to toss to you. I know you didn't necessarily dial in on Webb and Yama, but he asks about Wemby's over three and a half blocks and steals at minus 130. That has been my favorite prop of the season. So uh, it's fitting that he's asking me that question because I backed this prop probably close to a dozen times uh, with great results, I might add. Uh, the issue with Wembenyana is that ordinarily I'd be all over this, especially if it's at plus money. But uh, I've just been so frustrated with his minutes. Uh, when he when I was confident he was getting 25 minutes per game, I would say yes. He's been playing even less over the last couple of games, just 21 minutes a game, even in non-blowouts. So just the way he's being utilized, you just need to be so efficient with blocks and seals uh, with that much playing time. For that reason, I'm staying away. Uh, so, yeah, just not enough playing time to have the same level of confidence uh, with Wembenyama. All right. Fair enough. Good answer. And Sean Ritchie says, Buckets is right, Sia. I mean, he, he probably is. But it's not even my fault. It's Rick's fault in the chat. He's the one that put stats out there, four and two. I was just adding to what he already put in there. So everybody say in the chat, say, Rick, it's your fault. Because it's not definitely not my fault. So I, I kind of agree, though. I don't like jinxing people i do it it's just an automatic response these guys are so good what do you want me to do i want to tout them um speaking of touting things let's look at the recap screen let's look at our picks uh prop stars bogdanovich over 19 and a half points minus 123 jalen johnson over 14 and a half points minus 132 i've got the buccaneers plus three the fyi i got that on on sports line put it on there when it was minus 110 uh bucket saha atgs plus 180 and the maestro Jalen Warren over three and a half receptions at plus money. That's plus 129. Josh Allen over eight and a half rush attempts at minus 127. And Kate Otten over 24 and a half receiving yards at minus 115. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, one quick reminder about the Sports Podcast Awards. Now, we are a finalist for the best fantasy betting and gaming category in the Sports Podcast Awards. To help us bring home some hardware, use the link in the description and go vote. Voting is open until January 28th. So hit the link and vote for the early edge. What a show we had today. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this isn't the first time you're going to hear from us, of course. I, you know, maybe I, I probably should have asked Mackenzie in the chat. I believe Inside the Lines is going to be on uh, later today as well. So you're going to want to tune in for that on this very channel. But again, at 3.30, we are going to have our playoff preview game day live kickoff show today at 3.30. Again, it's going to be a full house, a full cast of characters. You're definitely going to want to join. We'll have plenty of picks, plenty of conversation for you. But for today's show, for this morning's show, I think we've done all the damage we can do. So on behalf of Buckets and his just beautiful lighting, on behalf of Prop Stars, on behalf of the Maestro and Jake the Snake on the ones and twos and threes and fours, this is The Early Edge. I am the counselor and we rest our case. <laughs>